Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Chris Cuomo is off the air at CNN after new details revealed his efforts to help his governor brother weather sexual misconduct allegations. I'm Marla Diamond at Columbus Circle. Connecticut considers creating a digital vaccine passport. I'm Sean Adams in Greenwich. The Supreme Court will hear arguments today in the Mississippi abortion case. Closer to home, New Jersey Democrats, they're looking to pass a bill to protect abortion rights. And it'll soon look a lot like Christmas. Tonight, the 79-foot-tall Norway spruce at Rockefeller Center will be lit up for the first time. It's Wednesday, December 1st. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. And it should be okay for the tree lighting tonight. We talked to Craig. He says maybe a couple of raindrops, but that would be later uh, tonight. Mostly cloudy today, milder upper 40s, and it should be should be dry for the big event at Rockefeller Center. Good morning. I'm Paul Murnay. And I'm Kevin Rincon. The fallout of former Governor Cuomo's sexual harassment scandal continues. It's now left his brother, Chris Cuomo, off air. CNN says he's been suspended indefinitely. Our Marla Diamond joins us live. Marla, this all happened after we, well, we learned all those new documents. A big document uh, dump there, and what did we learn from all that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Paul, those uh, new documents were released yesterday by New York's Attorney General Letitia James. Emails, their texts between Chris Cuomo and his brother's inner circle in Albany, where uh, Chris Cuomo repeatedly offers advice and says he'll track down unflattering articles being written about his brother by Politico and The New Yorker. One exchange between Chris Cuomo and the former governor's top aide, Melissa DeRosa, asks if Cuomo could check his sources at Politico on an article with additional sexual harassment allegations from women, to which Cuomo replied on it. CNN's president, Jeff Zucker, had supported Cuomo for months, despite reports that he had breached basic journalistic conduct. But these new communications were just too blatant for the network to keep their top-rated talent in the anchor chair. Kevin and Paul. Thank you, Marla. Connecticut is considering a COVID passport system to help businesses confirm who's vaccinated and who isn't. Our Sean Adams has more on the idea. He's live in Greenwich. Kevin, uh, businesses asked for it, and they just might get it. A uniform, standardized system for authenticating vaccination status here in Connecticut. A digital passport writing on your phone. Uh, New York has it. Connecticut is looking into it as well. Municipal leaders are concerned. Connecticut's COVID positivity rate is just about 6% now. It keeps climbing. 
Uh, Thanksgiving gatherings could result in even more infections. We have to wait another week or so to find out if we'll see a jump from that. Of course, all eyes on the Omicron variant as it spreads around the globe. So what's to come? There's a lot of uncertainty. A digital vaccine passport would really help businesses right now identify who needs to cover up. Governor Lamont says they're working on it. Kevin, Paul? Sean, with the possibility and the positivity rate is ticking up, any chance we're going to see a return of the mask mandates or any other rules like that? Yeah, that's a big question right now. So at present, only the unvaccinated have to wear a mask indoors in public places. It's up to towns to set the regulations. Uh, the governor passed that power on to them uh, earlier in the year. Uh, officials know that uh, there is mask fatigue out there. The word mandate alone could really spark a fierce debate, so they, they have to tread lightly here. However, if COVID cases continue to increase, pressure no doubt will grow for a return to restrictions. Thank you, Sean. Oral arguments will start today at the Supreme Court on Mississippi's abortion law. Roe v. Wade hangs in the balance. As that gets underway, Democrats in New Jersey, they're working to pass a bill to protect abortion rights. It's called the Reproductive Freedom Act. And we get more on that with WCBS reporter Peter Haskell. The Supreme Court could change the law in Mississippi, but there's a move to make sure it doesn't impact New Jersey. We will have a solid foundation if we have to revisit this in in any way, shape, or form in the future. State Senate Majority Leader Loretta Weinberg's bill would protect abortion rights. It covers uh, to make sure that insurance pays for both birth control and uh, the ability to access abortion care. There's also a component to cover undocumented residents. Democratic support has softened since last month's election. Peter Haskell, WCBS News Radio, 880. Early this morning, a Brooklyn building went up in flames. The FDNY says six people were hurt after an explosion in the basement of a home on Vermont Street in Cypress Hills. Fire from that three-story building then spread to nearby structures. Two of the six victims taken to the hospital, all 54 people displaced in all. The buildings department is now looking to see if the structural stability of the entire block may have been compromised by the fire. The Rockefeller Center tree lighting is tonight. We'll tell you what the forecast looks like coming up. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Now on the Morning News Roundup, WCBS Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen is here. We do expect some rain, but hopefully well after the tree lighting. That's what I'm thinking right now. I mean, if some raindrops start falling, uh, you know, like around 9, 10 o'clock or so, it should be quite light. But uh, as we get closer towards midnight, that's when the rain will begin to envelop most of the area. And uh, there will be rain and drizzle, I would think, the second half of the night into tomorrow morning. Today, though, sunshine mixing with clouds during the afternoon. The clouds first increasing. And it'll be a little bit milder. Highs in the upper 40s today. Mostly cloudy with some rain or drizzle developing again tonight and lows near 40 and a damp start for the day tomorrow. But a couple things happen. We get some breaks of sun and it does jump to about 55 for a few hours tomorrow afternoon, followed by another shower or two late in the day and then windy and colder once again, starting Thursday night going on into Friday. 41 now, humidity 55%, and the wind is west up to 13 miles per hour. Craig, thanks. Are we all ready for a tree lighting? Let's get going with this, shall we? 
You know, it's 24 days away until Christmas. It is the 1st of December, and tonight is the big night at Rockefeller Center. Decorated with more than 50,000 LED lights, it will officially be lit up tonight for the first time. You must wear, I think it's a requirement, that you have your ugliest sweater. <laughs> I, think they, I don't think they'll let you in without that. You know, you always say it's too early for Christmas, and now all of a sudden it's like sprung up on you. It's December 1st. It's time to get going. It this is year, time. This year's tree comes from Maryland, 79-foot-tall Norway spruce weighing nearly 12 tons. It's believed to be eight decades old. NBC's going to run a live special of the lighting. Long list of celebrities, Carrie Underwood, Harry Connick Jr., Nora Jones, to name a few, and as always, the Radio City Rockettes. That tree will be lit daily from 6 in the morning to midnight. Last year, you might recall, if you wanted to go look, you had five minutes to take a peek. That does not seem to be the case again this year, though, uh, although folks are being advised to wear masks and maintain social distancing. To quote Clark Griswold, little full, little sap. (laughs) Have fun. It's the Morning News Roundup, and Mayor-elect Eric Adams reportedly is considering the city's current COVID-19 recovery czar for the first deputy mayor. Sources tell New York One that the incoming mayor is seriously considering Lorraine Grillo to be his number two. She is an experienced and highly regarded city government official. Before leading the city's pandemic recovery, Grillo led the school's construction authority. You're listening to the Morning News Roundup on WCBS. It's the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup this morning. Honduras has elected its first woman president. Shimaro Castro is the former Honduran first lady. Democratic socialist, she claimed victory after conservative national party conceded after 12 years in power there in Honduras. And we have this this morning. The actor Bradley Cooper is revealing that he was held up on the subway at knife point. Cooper is telling Dax Shepard's podcast. This happened back in 2019. And the two cops that he flagged down told him he needed to check himself to make sure he wasn't stabbed. He says he was surprised by how young the mugger looked. He made a run for it and took some photos of his escaping assailant. He says he's just too comfortable in the subways, walking along with the headphones on. He didn't realize what was going on around him. And we continue this Wednesday morning with your three things to know. One, CNN has suspended its most watched anchor, Chris Cuomo, sidelined indefinitely after new documents from the attorney general's office highlighted his hands-on approach in defending his brother, former Governor Andrew Cuomo. Number two, Dr. Oz is running for Senate in Pennsylvania. The TV show host says he's running as an America First candidate. Among his top priorities, he says, COVID rules, saying they took away our freedom without making the U.S., he says, safer. And we're learning a 15-year-old from sophomore opened fire at his Michigan high school, killing those three students yesterday, including a 16-year-old boy who died in a deputy's patrol car on the way to a hospital. Eight other people were injured. We're being told by police that uh, sophomore uncooperative so far. And we dip now into the news archives. 88 seconds and sound for this date, the 1st of December. 2013 brought the deadliest and costliest accident in Metro North Railroad history. The train has derailed off the Metro North Hudson Line tracks in the Bronx near the Spite and Dival Station. Last day of Thanksgiving weekend, a train going 82 miles an hour in a curve marked for 30 sent 115 passengers flying, some out the windows. Four people are dead, 63 are hurt, about a dozen of them critically. Three of the four fatalities were ejected from the train. Could it happen again? Probably not. The NTSB said positive train control, automatic braking would have prevented the accident. And after the crash on this date in 2013, railroads rushed to get that done. Today, the MTA is still paying off the lawsuits. Among those who sued, the engineer who fell asleep, William Rockefeller, 
He also applied for a disability pension based on PTSD he suffered for the accident that he caused. He would drop his lawsuit, but is receiving $3,200 a month in disability checks. 2009, Junior Gotti walked again. The jury deadlocking on racketeering charges, his fourth hung jury in five years, and after that, the prosecutors gave up. That's center number 33, co-captain Patrick Ewing. 1990, the glory days for the New York Knicks. Patrick Ewing scoring 50 points, beating Charlotte. Women in the news on this date, Mary Jo Buttafuoco reacting to the sentence today. Five to 15 years for Amy Fisher, her husband's teenage mistress, who shot her in the face. All this damage by someone who still shows absolutely no remorse for her actions. You have the most adorable, pretty eyes. Do you have a boyfriend? Yes, sir. And looking back at Britney Spears, age 10 on Star Search on this date, the interview with Ed McMahon raised questions about what's appropriate. Why not? They're mean. <laughs> I'm not mean, how about me? 1955, in the colored section of a bus, Rosa Parks remained seated as a white man was forced to stand. My arrest brought about a protest from the people of Montgomery that lasted 381 days. And when we did go back on the bus, we didn't. Uh, the Supreme Court had handed down a decision that there would be no more racial segregation in transportation. A bust of Rosa Parks was added to the Oval Office on January 20th, 2021, when Joe Biden began his presidency. This is December 1st. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.